0: Hey! Yeah, you! What's going on? It's the Hardworking Happy Hour. I'm Sean.
1: (laughs) And I'm Catherine. And as always... Wait, you didn't even say it.
0: What, we'll be breaking down all things trades? No, you
1: didn't say, this is the Hardworking Happy Hour.
0: Yeah, uh, it's the Hardworking Happy Hour. (laughs) Did I? Yeah, I did. Go ahead. Did you? Yeah.
1: And we will be breaking down all things <laughs> trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career.
0: Yeah. And maybe even learning how to talk.
1: Potentially. Probably not though.
0: Yeah. Not from we'll us. Probably ship has sailed on that, <laughs> but we're working on it.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: Who knows? Uh, I guess top of the mountain, top of the docket, top of everyone's mind. Top, Catherine's uh, done 75. Hard.
1: Yeah. The crowd goes wild.
0: <laughs> they do. It's just me. It's just me. Yeah.
1: Uh, i'm done thank you great job thank you great
0: job uh very excited to be done let's without further ado
1: oh my gosh
0: let's crack a drink first
1: drink in two and a half months
0: wow this is the
1: longest i've gone without drinking since i was probably like 10 (laughs) i was gonna go 16 but
0: okay wow
1: for legality purposes we'll say 21
0: Cheers. cheers great job
1: Oh, nice!
0: Oh, that's delightful. Okay,
1: we went with margaritas. We were gifted these from Greg from Niagara Outdoor, Niagara Outdoor,
0: all the way from Canada.
1: Yeah, he he hand delivered them from Canada.
0: Hey, <laughs> yeah, he came down, uh, has family in the area, stopped out to one of our job sites, and gave us a nice little hardworking uh, happy hour gift basket. Yes. So we do appreciate it. We waited because uh, you love tequila.
1: I do, and it's I my waited favorite. to crack
0: into them, yeah. and uh, here we are. Wow. I haven't drank on the podcast in the last like three weeks, so
1: wow. Let's We're, go. we're all in for a surprise, and how this is going to turn out?
0: Oh yeah, and it's eight <laughs> percent alcohol, so uh, nice. You should probably be good with only like three or four of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll get me good. All right, so what all we're right. gonna let's should we give people a little briefer on what we're gonna do today?
1: Yeah let's do
0: it okay so uh we had a bunch of leftover questions from the last yes. q a that we didn't quite get to uh so we figured you know what let's just uh touch on some of those we got some really cool ones about yeah. some business stuff uh some Keep very it interesting Keep questions it casual because katherine might be getting drunk because i might be getting drunk <laughs> so watch out everybody uh yeah Let's talk about this All right. 75 hard.
1: Oh, okay. Back to that.
0: 75 hard. Yeah. You just finished yesterday.
1: Yesterday was So my last I feel like day, you're yeah. probably
0: still reeling from it a little bit.
1: <laughs> I, a little bit, I guess. Yeah.
0: What? What's your... You're what's done. My... How do you feel? Was it worth it? I Would feel good. Would you do good. it again?
1: I will do it again. And not because I feel like... I enjoyed the structure that it provided my life. I did not enjoy... I mean, the rigidity is obviously the whole point of it. Yes. So, uh, you know, you have to do that part, be rigid, which obviously I should put an asterisk. I have a DNF because I did technically not drink that gallon of water that one day. Oh, got a migraine. Stop. Stop. So, just saying. And also, I had to start sub- supplementing my electrolytes because of the the water consumption situation. What are not allowed so, to have electrolytes? No, I'm just saying, like that's yeah. I like the water was really messing me up.
0: You did so a great I job. I do not want to hear about this asterisk okay. one more time. All right,
1: just you did a great job. There is an asterisk next to my name. I should have started over, but I didn't. But anyway, I finished it. Okay, and I feel like I really enjoyed the structure that it provided my day. But I am definitely looking forward to like not the rigidity portion of it. Yeah, and I don't think that it's a maintainable lifestyle, obviously, but I really enjoyed the challenge. Like you can do. Like, a lot of people will be like, oh, it's dumb. It's too It's too strict, blah, blah, blah. I did not feel like it was over... Like, I felt like it was taxing in a way that I couldn't maintain it long term. Yeah. But because I was doing it... Like, a lot of the times I was doing, like, Pilates and going for, like, one of my jog walk things at night. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel like I was really overextending myself. I think that had I done it in, like... When I do this again, which I'm going to do it again in the fall, I'm yeah. going to come up with more of like a structured workout plan with like actual goals, maybe like weightlifting goals, because I feel like that would actually help like with work if I did like yeah. weights instead of Pilates. I you feel can like
0: do steroids too.
1: Yeah, maybe probably that's probably okay. good at it. Yeah, yeah, that's I my think diet. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Um. So yeah, I feel like I feel like I definitely got a lot out of it, and I think that I. I know more now to like set myself up for next time when I do it for more success. Yeah. Um, but overall, I feel like I, like I lost nine pounds, which I'm sure I'll gain probably back. Um, and I definitely feel like my my body looks different, but that's not necessarily what I n- wanted or needed. But it is nice to see like your work paying off. You know. I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So, so yeah, I think it was, it's, it's fun. And I think that overall, my main point was just like, do something for 75 days. You can do anything for 75 days. Like, yeah, you know, like 75 days out of your entire life. I forget. I've, I saw, I looked up the stat recently. You have like, I feel like there's like 40,000 weeks. Yeah. It's like 40,000 days, 40,000 days. Is that right? Until you're 90? No, maybe
0: Anyway, I forgot what it was. A anyway, lot. it was some. Yeah.
1: I, the person that I saw talking about it was in their 30s, and they said that they had like 33,000 days left until they were 90. Oh so wow! So like, if I take just 75 days out of that 33, let's say thousand, yes, uh
0: to better I, yourself, I can
1: do yeah. that. You know, I can challenge myself to that. Like 75 days, it's not going to kill you. You can do it. Yeah. So, I just, I feel like it was a good mindset shift that I need, needed. Uh, I may have developed some sort of eating disorder. Probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to work through that eventually. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that it was great.
0: Great job. Very proud of you. Uh, do you think you
1: will actually do it in the fall?
0: <sighs> are you going to do it?
1: I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Uh,
0: sh- sh- are you going to hold whatever I say right now? <laughs> uh, am I going to be held to that standard? No,
1: you can you can say you're well, thinking about easy. it.
0: Uh, Sure, I'll do it. Okay, yeah, you're
1: going to think about it. Or you're like, committing? I'll do
0: it. I'm committing. Okay. I'm committing right now. 75 hard. I'm going to get so hard. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to sharpen my mind and it's going to be great. Yeah, uh, uh, I,
1: I'm I'm not doing the water. Just I'm preemptively saying that yeah, not doing the water.
0: Yeah. I'm going to have to take a look at these requirements and maybe possibly make some adjustments. Yeah, I, I don't want the whole gallon of water thing.
1: Yeah, I think what we should do is come up with our own version of 75 hard. Yeah, and then do that cuz i like I all like the other it. things do not will not be doing the water thing not yeah. messing up my electrolytes again that sucks
0: yeah i agree i agree but you but, did a great job what was thank you. what do you think your favorite task <laughs> of it like the favorite favorite part of it you feel like you got the most out of mm. or was it just a an aggregate of the whole thing
1: i feel like it like mostly it was an aggregate of the whole thing but i would have to say making myself go outside every day because okay. even though we work outside every day i'm not like I'm still at work. I'm not like sitting and enjoying nature. Yeah. But I love like going on like a walk or a run every day. I love like yeah. just being outside and like sometimes it's annoying when it's like eight o'clock and I'm like, Oh, I forgot I have to go for a walk now. Yeah. Uh that was annoying. But like on a lot of these like walks, my husband would come with me and we were walking around the same town that we've both lived in like most of our lives. And we still like find new things to look at, look at or like talk about. So, um, so yeah, I would say that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, recharging to be out in nature. It
1: definitely is. So
0: whatever capacity, even if you're just walking around town, you don't have to be on some sort of nature trail. You can just be outside in your own backyard. Yeah. So that's awesome. All right.
1: And I will say I really also enjoyed, um, like you have to fit these things into your schedule. Like, Yes, the whole thing. And I really liked being challenged in that way. Cause sometimes I'd be like, you know, the workout outside doesn't have to be like a run. You don't have to like leave your house. You can just be outside at your house. Yeah. So I'd be like, Oh gosh, I don't feel like running right now, but I'd be like, Oh, you know what I can do? I can just go do my Pilates outside or, you know? Yeah. So I feel like it kind of shifts your brain into thinking like, Oh, I have to do this hard thing and it's going to suck. And it's like, Oh no, I can make it suck a little less or yeah. You know, I can take this thing that I have to do and make it into something that's more enjoyable and works better for me. Yeah. So it's kind of, I feel like it was just all around a good mind mindset shift in a lot of ways.
0: That's awesome. I think that a lot of people give up too quickly on things that are maybe difficult, but yeah. can give them a lot of benefits. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what comes to mind is like journaling or meditation or, yeah. or exercising or diet, like really all of these things, people... Don't stick it out long enough to see the results yeah, and get to the point where it starts to become easier. So uh, I think that that's probably the whole point of this to kind of like yeah. force you to stick to something and maybe you wouldn't have, you wouldn't repeat all of those things. But uh, I feel like for a lot of people, something like working out twice a day, it gets them beyond the point of, wow, this sucks. I'm not seeing any results yet. Yeah. This is really hard um, and gets, you know, to a point where they're not going to continue working out twice a day, but they can continue an active lifestyle right? because they've gotten past that, that hardest point.
1: Yeah. So
0: something
1: to think about something to think about. Yeah. And I will, I, the last thing I'll say is I always in my mind, when I think about myself, I think of myself as someone who like not someone who works out. Like I'm not somebody, I'm not somebody who works out, but this like, even before this, we were doing other challenges where I was still working out most of the, like, yeah. for the past, like, I feel like a year, we started doing, like, the sticker chart that we were doing for a while. Yeah. Like, so the, I feel like this really solidified that in my mind, like, oh, I am a person who works out. Yeah. And it's, I feel like that's a healthy mindset shift because now it's, like, I'm not, like, trudging along, like, oh, God, I got to force myself to do it. It's, like, no, I am I am a person who works out, so...
0: You're not faking it anymore. i are not
1: faking it anymore. You
0: are a real hero <laughs> to us all, Catherine. Thank you so much for uh, setting the example that we all aspire to be.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Well, you got anything else on 75 Hard? I don't. Can we agree to not talk about it for 75 days?
1: I, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm so
1: sick of talking about it, honestly.
0: Perfect. <laughs> Everyone has
1: been very nice, though, congratulating me and stuff. So that was nice. awesome. Yeah. But I yeah, do I'm feel like talking about you've it.
0: probably posted about it less than any other person I know that's done it. Yeah. So I tried to, if
1: I posted about it, I, I tried to keep it to once a week. Like when a week was ending, I was like, people don't care about it every, every day. Yeah. I'm not going to post my progress photos or anything. So I'm like, no one. Yeah. No one has to care about my journey of self-development. So,
0: but you're setting an example for so many people. So many people are looking up to so. you and saying, <laughs> if Catherine can do it, maybe I can too.
1: If I can do it, anybody can do it. That
0: is the Yeah, truth. definitely. Uh, no, that's not true. Anyway, let's get into the <sighs> real meat okay. and potatoes of this episode, because we got some really interesting questions that we have to get into, because yep, yep, we yep. didn't get to them last time.
1: Right. Sorry. And we need to get them to up. them. Okay.
0: The people are waiting, Catherine. I
1: know. I know these people. And I didn't write down who who asked these questions. Oh, so great. if you ask these questions, thanks for sending them in. These are just uh, on my list.
0: Okay, great. All right. You ready? Yeah. What do we got?
1: Are there any changes that you would make to your pre-qualification progress, progress? process process after your design season?
0: Hmm. It's a really good question. Hmm. Um, because especially with the way that we had been doing things for like the last year, like putting people on a wait list, like, you know, doing the consultation call, making right. them pay for the design, like, we knew that we were adding all of these steps into the process to pre-qualify people. But uh, now that we've gone through a lot of those calls and we've done designs and we've sold some of the projects, uh, I guess there probably are some things that that I would change a little bit. Yeah. I think overall, it worked out really well. I think it, it probably deterred some people that could have ended up being really good clients. But... Mm-hmm. We weren't in a position to be able to service them, you know, in the way that they were looking for at that time. So, yeah, we would have been overextending ourselves anyway. So, it was really all that we could do. And I think one of the main things that I would do is I think we should potentially have a consultation call earlier in the process. Because that is a point where you really get to know is this a project that's gonna be a really good fit? You know, we do we had been doing some email pre qualification, just getting kind of an idea. But I think doing that consultation call, you really get a sense of the things that they're looking for, the type of client that they're probably gonna be, and you can set some of those expectations as far as look, this is where we're booking for right now, like this is this is what you could expect. And um, I think it just does a better job of like the sooner you pre-qualify them and, and say it's not a job that you're going to end up like taking because it's not going to be a good fit. I mm-hmm. think the sooner you can do that, the better because yeah. if they've waited nine months just to talk to you and then despite the pre-qualification emails, you realize you know, this isn't really a great fit they just waited nine months with the hopes that they would be working with you. Yeah. And now they're not. So,
1: you know, I feel like that's such a balance because
0: it's tough. Then yeah. And you're
1: going to have to be doing consultation calls all the time. And it's kind of, yeah. Like, like if you did it that way, then it's like, okay, well now you had the consultation call. Are you going to do the design then? Because you just had the consultation call. You're not going to remember seven months from now.
0: Yeah. That's the tough part. Yeah. yeah I think, I think we will make some adjustments to it. And I think we need to work, work around that a little bit, fine tuning that. I mean, it's always going to be a work in progress and there's always going to be changes that need to be made, but uh, it is tough because it's like the reason we did that was so that we could focus on the jobs that we had on hand Mm -hmm. and we wouldn't get too distracted, overextend ourselves too much. But if we switch that up, yeah, am I just going to do the consultation call? Am I going to just say, okay, well, I guess we'll do a design. It's, I think it's something we need to think about a little bit more before we get into our next round of consultations. Um, Right now we're, we are just doing like a couple here and there that are like local. Like we're doing one across the street from our current project. Yeah, That one, it's like, makes sense for me to just go walk over there (laughs) while we're on site and just kind of right. check it out, get an idea of what they're looking for. So I think there's always going to be changes.
1: Absolutely. Do you think so? It's always going to be evolving and growing as we change and grow ourselves. Because? Uh, something to think about.
0: <laughs> no, adapt or die. Adapt or die. Adapt or die. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have anything to yeah. add to that?
1: Um, I don't think I, I think you summed it up pretty well. I think it, was it's kind of like, it, a ha-
0: I did like a half answer.
1: Yeah, like a yes and no
0: kind of answer. A yes and no, yeah.
1: (laughs) I agree, and I do, I hate telling people to wait or like disappoint people, and I do think that it is good to, you know, get on the phone with them immediately just to kind of figure out the fit right off the bat. But then then it would be hard to be like, okay, cool, got to know you, you seem cool, but you're still going to have to wait. (laughs) You got to wait nine months now. Next step, get (laughs) a design.
0: (laughs) You have to wait nine months for that.
1: Right, so I feel like it is kind of, you know, We'll workshop it and we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, I think we but. will
0: workshop it. I think I think we're in a good position now because we decided to intentionally like kind of leave a bunch of space. Like we wanted to get caught up on a yeah. lot of these projects before we booked out the next entire year. Yeah. So right now we're booked like into the fall and we're just starting to kind of like chip away at some of those leads yeah. to fill out the rest of our year now that we are caught up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think maybe Long term, the prequalification gets more substantial in the very beginning. Like we we maybe field these calls right away with consultation, but that screening is more critical, more scrutinized to figure out, are they really a great client? You know, are they, is the budget in line with what they're expecting? And then try to weed out as many people as possible there, but Mm. do the design kind of right away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we would be more uh, tactile, eliminating them right off the bat. But when it is a good one,
1: do the design. What did I say? Tactile.
0: Yeah, both. (laughs) (laughs) What tactile is like.
1: Tactile is like dexterity, I think.
0: We got to get out (laughs) there and really be touching people. (laughs) Not like that, but just getting our feelers out there not like that either but you know what i'm saying anyway i think that would ideally be the way to go we we, we figure out a way to weed people out so we're doing much less designs mm-hmm. but we can do them throughout the year i don't know i don't know katherine <laughs> i wish i had the answers what do you think about that
1: no, that's what we stopped doing. We don't want to do the designs. We purposely stopped doing it that way.
0: <sighs>
1: I, I still like like batching the designs. Yeah. I, I do. I wish that there was a way that we could talk to the people, figure yeah. it out, get them on the wait list, and then... then you know what we do? What?
0: <laughs> Maybe we do like a a three-month... Like every three months, we do a design like season. Like a
1: mini window. mini, a design mini design.
0: window, Yeah. How about this?
1: Potentially, but we'll then think you're
0: still... about it. More on that later. Yeah. How about that? We'll come it's like back. A, to such you. a non-answer. I know. Okay. I think hopefully that brainstorm helped some people <laughs> think through the people will get their own it. lives and yeah. question their own existence and business <laughs> and life. No. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Okay. Next Maybe. question. <laughs> Sorry if that didn't answer it, but I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. We're just trying to figure it out here, people. We're just trying to figure it out as we go.
1: I'm about half margarita deep already. Straight to my head.
0: So oh this is fun. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> all
1: right. How do you gauge when to try new products or processes instead of just sticking to your tried and true?
0: Ah. Uh,
1: I feel like this is a good question because we do use a lot of the same products. Yes. Because we do a lot of the same things, as opposed to like a home renovator who has to do a lot of different, different things yeah. all the time. So. Sean, how do you decide?
0: That is, I think it's a balance. I think we have always liked to work with products that we know we believe in, yeah. we're comfortable with. We know the limitations of them. We know the installation methods. We know what the parameters of things that you can do with that product are. Um, and then we'd like to give that suggestion to the client. Yeah, But there's always points in time where something new hits the market. You know, there's new products, there's new techniques, there's all this stuff that's always changing. So what I like to do is kind of slowly integrate new things that we see into the projects like on an ongoing basis. So um, I never have or wanted to be a company that just says, okay, client, you do a Google search. Let me know what materials you want. You find whatever. It doesn't matter. We'll source it. We always want to be in the driver's seat as far as, look, these are your options. This is what we provide. This is what we sell. This is what we install. And when we see a new product or something that is even a new technique on how to install something, uh, as long as we feel really confident that it's a quality product or it's a technique that is going to be long lasting, then we're open to trying it. But I just I think that you don't want to try too many new things on the same project or at the same time because, yeah. um, you know, you're not really going to know what the point of failure was if you have a problem if you tried a new technique and a new product and a new this. So I think as long as you kind of stagger it, you stick with your core things that you believe in. Those things can be evolving yeah. as you go, but you don't want to change everything from one job to the next and then go to something else on the next one because you never really get the feel for it, the materials or the techniques and that it's hard to like really get in a groove like that. Yeah. That's my thoughts anyway. I don't know. Take it or leave it. Yeah. What do you I think? feel like
1: I, I think that the, the correct balance for us is like staying on top of the innovation and like knowing what's out there and what's like down the pipeline and then trying it once we know that it's like,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: tested and and good because I feel like the thing that always comes to my mind is when we you I wasn't even here yet but we yeah you Premier, Me. did some sort of <laughs> did a deck job with a different brand than we use now yeah and we got a warranty call on it recently yeah. and the the capping on it was just like peeling off it looked terrible it was like a Horrible. it was like a yeah and we should be the we should be the knowledgeable ones about what products we use. We should always yeah. know what's best for the client because they don't know about like why would they know about deck boards? They like yeah. might do like a 10-minute search on it, but we do it every single day. We should know what's out there. We should know what's best. We should know the new technology. We should know what's available. Um so then for them to have that product on their deck and be like, "Hey, like, yeah. This sucks and you have to come fix it." It's like, like guts you you know like yeah so I feel like it's really important to know that things are like rigidly tested and like they're gonna work and you feel comfortable putting your stamp on it because yeah I feel like it's it's a bad place to be looking like you don't know what you're doing because of a bad product
0: agreed and I think another thing that ties right in with that like every product and every company to some extent is gonna have issues like it could be it could be a great product, but a bad batch or something went mm-hmm. wrong with whatever. Um yeah. So, you need to also be confident in that company's, like, uh, word that they're going to stand behind it. Right. Their service, their, yeah. all that stuff. So, I think it's, and the more, like, loyalty you show to one company, like, the more willing they are to help you out when an issue sure, does yeah. arise. Yeah. So, that's always been kind of my theory on it, but... Yeah, We still, we we always look at ourselves as we want to be on the forefront of whatever's next in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One thing does come to mind.
1: What? I know what you're going to say.
0: <laughs> what am I going to say? Porcelain. Porcelain. I think we are <laughs> trying out our first porcelain yeah, job. I'm so uh, excited. It's a material that we have seen kind of explode onto the market a little bit. Not really explode yet because it's still... Only a select few people I yeah. see using it, but when you look at what it can do compared to a paver, yeah. it's like, we've just been excited to try porcelain for a while. Yeah. It looks like we're finally going to be trying it, so we're super excited about that. Yeah. And that's one of those things that you kind of balance out, hey, this, is, this isn't this is a new product. Right. Porcelain's been around, you know, all the durability and the strength and uh, all of that stuff is is documented, is tested, is been in the world for a long time. So yeah, uh, it's just kind of a new thing in America, really. So yeah, I'm and we super know some excited. people who
1: have used it and are like pretty jazzed on it. So yeah, so I I feel like there are gonna be so many options with like design. It's gonna be. Think,
0: I'm psyched for it. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely I think it's psyched be for a it. Game and, for us. and I hope all those people that we do know that have installed it. We're ready for some calls (laughs) because we're gonna be like, "Yo,
1: hey, what's your tip uh, for this?"
0: Uh, So we're pretty excited for that, and that's that's kind of my mentality around when to try new products, when to try new processes. Yeah, is do it a little bit at a time because if you change everything at once, you don't know whether it goes better or worse. You don't know what was that one thing that made it better or worse. Yeah. So
1: and ultimately, when we try something new, if it doesn't go well, we'll. we'll fix it. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. So yeah, you'll, you you do not want to do everything new because
1: and then just be like, bye.
0: Yeah. I always have in the back of my mind, like if we try something new or something really outside the box that like, you know, is a little bit unprecedented. I always have in the back of my mind, I need to accept the fact that this might require me to come back and fix something at some point. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I have to be open to that possibility and you always have to be open to that if you're going to try new things. Yeah. So (sighs) cost of doing business, right?
1: (laughs) I think so. Yeah.
0: Cost of world domination.
1: Maybe that one. Yeah. Cost of something. I don't know.
0: Did we answer that sufficiently?
1: Um, I think so. I think think we answered it better
0: than our first one so I <laughs> it was think a
1: more definitive answer than the first yes. one so yeah we did a great job
0: things are looking up <laughs> at this rate we will be really nailing these questions
1: okay so are you ready for the next question
0: yeah i think so okay i hope so
1: this one is geared towards you so you better be oh ready to okay answer. yeah okay i mean
0: i feel like they're all geared towards me because yeah. you knew the questions and wrote them down and I feel like you're the one asking me. True. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like I'm being interrogated. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay.
1: I hey, get used to it. Buckle oh, in. okay. Cause this one is strictly for you. Oh, really? uh, yep. When is the best time to start a new business? And do you wish that you had worked for someone else before going out on your own?
0: Oh,
1: it's a heavy hitter.
0: That is a heavy hitter. And you know what? I'm ready to heavy hit it right back.
1: Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. us.
0: Set the bar pretty high there on my response. Uh, <laughs> When, what, what was it? When do you know you're ready to go out on your own?
1: Uh, when's the best time to start a best new business? And do you wish you worked for someone else before going out on your own?
0: When is the best time to start your yeah, own it's like a business? Yeah. Is when you feel it in your heart that you know it is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> was that vague and slightly that motivational was, yeah. enough for you?
1: So vague. <laughs>
0: so vague it is. When is the best time to go out on your own? Okay, uh, I will give a real answer. Best time to go out on your own, you should have a... I mean, I think it needs to be something that you're very passionate about because I've said a million times, it's going to be a lot of work, especially in the beginning, to get it up off the ground. You're probably, depending on where you're coming from are going to take a step back in pay and compensation and all that kind of stuff. And you're going to be working more. So it better be something that you really enjoy. And you need to be in a position where where that is okay. Like yeah. you can't be living like right up to your means and then take the leap to go into business and you know have a family depending on you and a mortgage and all this stuff right. that's like you're just barely getting by now. Um, at least for most people, some people can kind of react to those situations as a motivator. Like, okay, I have no outs. I have no other option. I have to make this work. So it depends what level you're comfortable with as far as risk. Um, and the good thing with trades is if you are working for somebody in the trades now and you have those skills, those skills are always going to be valuable. Mm -hmm. that's I remember my dad always used to say that like if you have the skills you might as well go out on your own try it see if you like it see if you can do it all of these things like get rid of all of those questions in your mind um because if it doesn't work out or you just don't like it those skills that you have are always hireable like you can just go get a job really quickly if you have a set of skills so in that sense I don't think you're taking too much risk but uh my position was I had just bought a house actually when I started my business, but this is a very cheap, affordable house, not a lot of overhead, didn't have a lot of other debt, didn't have any student loans or anything like that. So uh, I don't know if it would be as easy if, say, I had a child at that point. Right. Because at that point, it's like, yeah, worst thing that happens is, you know, house gets foreclosed on, (laughs) go back to living with my parents or live with Sarah's parents, no big deal. That's cool. Uh, So I think it's something that you have to reflect on internally. Yeah. Gauge your level of risk that you're comfortable with and who else is depending on you. Uh, But I always, I think when you know, you know. Hmm. When you know, you know. What do you think?
1: That is so much deeper and more profound than I thought you were going to say. Like, I thought you were going to say oh, really? that quote, uh, when's the best pl- time to plant a tree? Yesterday. 20 years ago.
0: Oh, when's ne- well, next the next best, best time?
1: Yeah, today.
0: Well, probably 19 years ago. No, today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: But yeah, I think that that's great. I feel like the best time to start a business is when you're single and childless. Yes. The second best time is right now. Yes. Only you can decide your path. So you are ultimately in control of whether it succeeds or fails.
0: What I have heard, uh, which is something uh, is very profound. I live my life by it. You are the chancellor of your <laughs> dreams. <laughs> who, who said that? that, said that <laughs> I don't know who was that? I think it was from a podcast. Uh,
1: I did hear it once on this really awesome podcast. Yeah, it was pretty yeah.
0: cool. Uh, don't really know what it means, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> I bet the guy that said it knew exactly yeah, what it, he the word chancellor meant. But <laughs> anyway, all right. So I hope that answers that part of it. The second part of that is: uh, Do you wish that you worked for somebody else before going out on your own, had some more experience? Because uh, I worked for I worked for other people before, had my own business, but not really. Especially what we're doing now, had like yeah. really no experience with that side of it, had never worked for somebody building patios or building decks, Uh, had done some framing, but not a whole lot, more as like a helper, not a whole lot of experience. Um, I think for me, I'm glad that I didn't because two reasons, really. I think it allowed me to more easily jump into starting my own business because I wasn't somebody that was Super highly skilled that was hireable to like lead a crew, building decks and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then starting out on my own, I was able to take my time, learn as I went, start with smaller projects that were a little bit more manageable, and grow my skill set as I grew the business. And the second part is I didn't come into it with any preconceived ideas as far as how a business should run. I'd kind of seen the inner workings of a construction company with my dad, how he ran his business. Um, more from, you know, not not a real deep understanding of how that business worked internally, but mm-hmm. just from growing up around it and seeing it, I think it really helped me to just go into it with an open mind and say, how am I like, let me think of some unique ways to build this business, to make money and not be jaded by this is how everybody else does it. And I think that was really one of my biggest assets in the beginning was that I didn't have any of those preconceived ideas. Like, this is how you build it. You you do this, you get one crew, you go to the second crew. I kind of came at it with a completely open mind and wanted to do it in a unique way. So I think that yeah. helped me.
1: Do you think that that is because you didn't work for other people? Or do you think that that's just because that's who you are as a person? <sighs>
0: I think both, maybe. Okay. I think both. Um, but I just, I just never liked to do, maybe it it's, might be a personality flaw, if anything. <laughs> I never like to listen to anybody else tell me what to do. I don't like doing things other people's way. I just like doing my own thing and being creative in whatever way I want. Hmm. Like I've always okay. been into music, playing instruments and all that kind of stuff. I've never once learned a cover song. I'm like, why why would I wanna learn a cover song? Like somebody else somebody else's song. Yeah. I want to make up my own song. So it's something
1: to think about. Something to
0: think about. Yeah. I don't I don't really know what what how you know what, what that says about me, but yeah. it says something probably. That's
1: interesting because the other day we got in a big argument because uh, you said that anyone at any point can run 10 miles. Are we really going <laughs> back to this? Oh, my God. And I said, no, that's not possible for most people. They would pass out. Uh, and you kept saying, it's possible. It's like, you just have to believe in yourself.
0: Did you say it's impossible so, for some people?
1: Yeah, I said they would pass out. And it's what? What?
0: It's impossible? Yeah. It's what? <laughs> impossible?
1: In itself, is saying I'm possible. <laughs> there you go. I th- no, I think I think that it is
0: obviously. Yeah, I mean. But
1: you kept saying <sighs> anybody at any point can run ten miles. What I meant, <laughs> I was trying to
0: uplift and motivate you, Catherine, because you have ten miles upcoming with Broad Street Run. Yeah. In nine days. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> nine days. <laughs> no, it was people. not motivational
1: to me. You were trying to just make a point that anybody can. It's a mental. You were trying to make the point that it is mental. And anybody can do it if they're strong enough mentally.
0: I I think, okay, what the point I was trying to make, (laughs) I didn't know that we had on the Dockertay, get in a fight (laughs) on air, but I do, What the point I was trying to make is endurance events like that. Yeah. Like 10 miles, that's not even like really an endurance event, but you know.
1: 10 miles? (laughs) All right, endurance. okay.
0: <laughs> I'm not trying to put anybody down here. All I'm trying to say is <laughs> things like that, like running at a sustained, like slow pace. I'm not saying like sprinting is more of a mental thing than it is a physical thing to do one time. Okay. It's not like your body is physically going to like shut down.
1: I disagree. I think that and some people, <laughs> yeah, but I'm
0: saying for most people, they're going to stop first because of a mental snafu. I think it's more a mental thing that's going to make people stop before it's a physical thing. Like, Well,
1: I do agree that I think that most people would stop because I feel like that's part of your like lizard brain to like preserve yourself.
0: Exactly. You're going to talk yourself saying. out of
1: it before you pass out. But I think that most people would pass out just cold running 10 miles if they weren't prepared. Catherine, for it. But- <laughs> all I'm trying
0: to do is uplift and inspire and motivate. I know,
1: I know. And if you're
0: not open to it, <laughs> The that's one of the that's the mental aspect of it. You need to you know what? You this probably need I to do 100, like it's like a hundred a hundred hard. Seventy five hard wasn't enough for you. <laughs> to tough you up mentally. Obviously this everyone why... in the world is not able to go out and run ten miles. You know? They might not have any legs. I don't know. <laughs> that would be difficult for them. But You said I'm saying, the
1: average person.
0: The average person can, I think. Could I just, with the right mindset.
1: I don't think it's a mindset At a slow thing. Slow pace. I'm not saying <laughs>
0: sprinting.
1: <sighs> all right.
0: Why did why gonna- why why did we have to fight about this again in front of all these people, <laughs> Catherine? All right. all right. Are you inspired yet? I I don't even know. Should okay. we move to the next question? Did were we done with that one? Oh yeah, know. I think we were. The whole yeah.
1: Uh, oh right, yeah. I was talking yeah. just about like blind confidence, and that's what okay. <laughs> yeah, have.
0: have blind confidence. It'll in work yourself. out great. It'll it just, and ignore the haters. Ignore the people that a doubt hater. you. <laughs>
1: I'm a hater in this
0: situation. That Just don't understand. Right, 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 right. The power okay. of vision. <laughs> oh, God.
1: So I think that we did come down to the fact that it's it's a you thing rather than a working for somebody else thing. That's just part of who you are.
0: So I think we yeah. solved that problem. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Next question. Yeah. I want to do more content, but don't have any equipment. Where do I start? But on a budget. Now, we do have a whole episode that talked about this. I believe I don't know what number it is, but
0: uh, yeah, like how to create content. Scroll back, yeah, and we talked probably. about we talked
1: about the equipment in a portion of that. But
0: yeah, I think. I our- mean, let me just gather my thoughts for a second. You got me all worked okay. up. You got me all worked <laughs> Can up I talk about that? The, uh, yeah, that's because we do have a recent yeah.
1: development that we're pretty jazzed about. Oh okay. Go ahead. Uh, the iPhone 14 Pro. <laughs> my God, that thing! Amazing. Beautiful. It's got like a cinematic mode. Neither yep. of us have it. Steve has it. Our videographer. Well,
0: my phone has a cinematic mode. It's not nearly as but good though. Yeah, it's not. No, it's no. not as
1: good. I have like a old lady well, you know, phone. Is that a flip know. phone? I think <laughs> I might have, phone you have a flip yet. phone. Still.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. But yeah, Steve amazing. showed us
1: what he recorded the other day, and it was like, my God, this thing is beautiful. So good. They're so good, and it's just a phone. It's already in your pocket.
0: It's. just I mean, in maybe your pocket. not
1: that specific one. Yeah, because
0: that's a pretty fancy probably, one. But probably get
1: that new fancy one if, if you're, you're up about for an it.
0: upgrade. <laughs> that is uh, an um, unbelievable piece of technology yeah. that you can carry around in your pocket. It's got like three different lenses on it, three different. I don't know cameras. Yeah, maybe you get three, like a beautiful
1: completely- depth of field. It even it's it's amazing. The coloring is great. The clarity, amazing. It's.
0: Yeah, the quality is super good, and I feel like the best thing about that is it had like the, the auto um, settings on it, like the autofocus and the auto <laughs> lighting. What? Just,
1: just the way that we've said those couple of things, it sounds like we don't know what we're talking about. We're just trying to throw out words.
0: What? Like <laughs> autofocus? Yeah, and- you just yeah we're
1: like the clarity the focus the, the, the lighting <laughs> oh it just has
0: a beautiful je ne sais quoi <laughs> you just you you have to see it there's no words to explain it uh, uh it's a wonderful thing uh anyway no i knew what i was talking about i know i'm still fighting <laughs> god uh I anyway. knew you know
1: what you're talking about but i feel like it sounded it sounded yeah. questionable but anyway keep going yeah you're doing great you're doing a great job
0: so with a A camera like we have to record all the vlog stuff, uh, it's capable of getting some really awesome video. You can shoot in 4K. You can do all that stuff. We have a nice lens, but it requires a lot more knowledge on how to use it. Yeah. Being able to manually focus it, adjust for lighting, all that kind of stuff.
1: Constantly babysitting it.
0: Yeah. The iPhone, like the built-in auto settings, like it'll auto adjust for light and exposure and all this kind of stuff. And it just looks it just automatically creates like the lighting and that constant like seamless look that you want in video without you having to do anything but just press record yeah so i'm like blown away as soon as he got that and he started filming some stuff with it i was like should we just get like two of these cameras and just start filming on this because it's amazing yeah it's so easy and it's right there
1: It really is. And I feel like for what we do, we work outside, obviously, and lighting is obviously so harsh and really difficult with the with our big camera because you're constantly adjusting it, babysitting it, trying to like if you move the slightest bit and you're moving from a lighted spot to a shadow spot, it really changes the quality if you're not like on top of it. So for something like that, that phone is like the perfect application.
0: It's amazing, and that's something where we have previously said um, GoPro, because you can do time-lapse, you can do video, you can do all of that stuff. It's got great stabilization, but I would say... We still love a GoPro, though. GoPro's great, but I'd say if you're just getting started, and I think a lot of it depends on if you're eligible for an upgrade with your phone plan, (laughs) because otherwise it can be very expensive. Yeah. But if you are and you can get a new iPhone you can do like everything with that. It's pretty amazing. So that's like the first thing I would recommend to people, the most versatile. And it's something that you already like know how to use. It's already yeah. in your pocket. You Super already have easy. it on you most of the time anyway. Exactly. And that's the most important thing. Like being able to capture the thing when you're doing it yeah, and not having to go out of your way. That's the easiest way to like make content creation part of what you do make it as easy as possible. Like eliminate all of that friction of, Oh, I got to go grab the camera. Oh, I have to turn on the gimbal. Oh, I have to get the drone. Like your phone's in your pocket. Yeah. Pull it out, set it up. Boom. Done.
1: This sounded like an iPhone ad. It wasn't, it wasn't, but (laughs) Steve jobs, if you want to sponsor us, us, give us a call. It's
0: RIP. He's dead. He's dead.
1: (laughs) Who's the other guy? Uh, Tim cook. Cook.
0: Yeah. Think so? Did Tim? Tim Cook? Tim
1: Cook. I think that's I right. I think yeah. that sounds right. He went to Auburn University, I believe. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, we're almost at our happy hour, so.
1: We're not. No. Oh, what do we, we got? Still have fifteen minutes left.
0: Oh, we do. Oh my lord! <laughs>
1: Again with the time check-ins.
0: <laughs> yeah, gotta love that.
1: Uh, and we have one more question. So.
0: Okay. Do you want to get to that? Perfect. Wrote down five for this episode. Absolutely.
1: All right. Next question. Um.
0: Is this for me or is this for the audience or is this for you? This is for you. Oh, it's for me. Okay, great. I'm ready.
1: I mean, I guess one could ask this to themselves if they would like. Um, How did you get so... Time to
0: look inward. (sighs) How did you get
1: so comfortable being on camera? I hate the sound of my own voice. I think I was kind of
0: mostly born that... No, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I didn't finish. Oh. I
1: hate myself. I hate myself.
0: (laughs) 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 Catherine, do not speak about yourself like that.
1: Oh God!
0: I right, start over. It's these mar- you drunk, <laughs> irresponsible. I've only
1: had one. My God! Self-hating
0: person. Okay. okay.
1: I hate this out of my own voice, but <laughs> I want to put myself out there more. Sean, what's your best advice?
0: Uh, how did I get so comfortable on camera? I think I do. <laughs> You're a born showman. <laughs> I'm a born showman. I was born to perform. Uh, I think. Uh, I think one thing I do have going for me in that department is that. Uh, I, for whatever... I'm really unbothered by, by people uh, belittling me on the yeah, internet. Uh, yeah, Because it still happens a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: what, what did you just... Right before we started, what was the comment? It was on the how not to build a deck video. Yeah. What was the comment?
1: I thought this was the video on how to be a douchebag. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hilarious. That's a great comment. Um, good one, yeah. It is a good comment. So, uh, I think that's number one. If you can just forget about what people are going to say about you online, you're going to be fine. Yeah. And the most important thing is you got to realize, like if you're just getting started on social media and all that kind of stuff, like for the most part, when you get started, it's going to be just for like your local clients. Like you're not going to, you're not, you're not performing to a huge audience. Like you're doing it to build your business locally and you can just be yourself. Yeah. Just be yourself and take comfort in the fact that no matter what your goal is to grow the content or grow your channels, whatever it is, you're always going to start out with not that many people watching you. Right. So who cares? You know,
1: use that as practice time,
0: use that as practice time. And if you go back and look at our first videos, we just did that like a couple weeks ago. Cause it was what four years since the first like vlog was uploaded on YouTube. Yeah. And I remember I knew what video it was. Like I remember the video And I was like, yeah, like I thought that was like cool video. And I'm like, everybody, let's watch it at the end of the day. (laughs) And I start watching. I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible. This is so boring. So horrible. So cringe. Yeah. But like no one, nobody was watching it then. So you get all that stuff out of your system. You get better as you go. And then by the time people are watching, you're good at it. Yeah. And a lot of times it's everybody hates the sound of their own voice. It seems like. Yeah, I
1: think that's like a thing.
0: It's definitely a thing, but like I said, nobody's going to be listening to you in the beginning and it feels weird at first. I remember when Instagram stories first became like a big thing, like it was just, it's weird to just like talk to other people that aren't there, Yeah, (laughs) you know, but you get used to it pretty quick. And uh, one thing that I've heard about branding and marketing that I've built most of my business around this advice. It is, and I can't remember where I I heard this, but (laughs) (laughs) show your face.
1: Show your face. A person (laughs)
0: with a lot of wisdom and just a big influence on my life. (laughs) uh, That's their advice.
1: That seems like really, really good advice. It's
0: great advice. Um, solid advice. Yeah. I do think that that is so important though. It really uh, is.
1: It lets people connect with you. You have to show your face. Yeah.
0: We recently uh, met Shane from Royal Stone Masonry, and I've talked to him online a bunch, bunch. Knows work really well. Yeah, seen a ton of his work. Never seen the man's face. <laughs> never seen the man's face. <laughs> yeah. So I met him, and I'm like, I know it was weird because like I've talked to him a bunch of times, yeah. but and like never have seen a lot. Him. Yeah. so. Uh, you don't really develop that connection and that that trust with a potential client if they don't see you so let them see you
1: yeah
0: Ah, i obviously
1: completely agree and i think that the most important part is just don't stop caring what people think of like i feel like when i get the camera in my face sometimes if i'm doing something and you're like explain what you're doing i'm like i forget everything about everything yeah and it's not me being nervous about being in front of the camera it's just i don't know I don't know what that is, but I—it's definitely like,
0: nerves. Yeah, you definitely get all nervous and you like start sweating and like shaking shake a little bit. And yeah. I can't
1: take it. Um, no, I don't like because I get a lot of hater comments too, and I just I simply don't care. And I think that it's yeah mostly funny. I like it most of the time. When people it is are funny, like, yeah. if as long as it's creative, I think that it's funny. You know? Yeah. Some of them are just like, oh, well, why do you go? Worse, you gonna make our sandwich or whatever, which is fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> that was like a, that was like a really good <laughs> accent for like the type
0: of person that would make like we're gonna make our sandwich.
1: That was. <laughs> That was one of the recent comments, so that's stuck in my brain. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I think just, just stop caring what people think.
0: It doesn't matter. It
1: totally doesn't matter. Everyone's gonna like you say totally
0: or wholly, holy Okay, it,
1: it wholly does not matter. It
0: wholly does it wholly not matter. Wholly does ma- not matter. <laughs> it wholly does um, not matter. It's just gonna. You know what they say about bullies? It, they're really just protecting their own insecurities. Yeah. So. Something to think about. They're just jealous of you.
1: Exactly. That's what my mom always told me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I think anything worth doing has risk and reward, and showing your face is obviously worth doing. Yeah. We've said it a thousand times. You get your sure, yeah. yeah, it gets your business out there in a personal type of way. And the reward is gonna outweigh the risk. Maybe yeah. someone says you have a dumb voice. Who cares? They probably have a dumb voice.
0: Yeah. And I just think like I've never been embarrassed or ashamed or self-conscious of doing something that I'm going out of my comfort zone and I'm like, I'm doing something to try to progress in life or in business or or whatever. Like nobody that is also trying to do that is going to criticize you. It's just like people are scared to get criticized by people that like aren't really like doing anything with their life. So it's like, I never cared. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And I think, like, we have both gotten many, many hater comments. You more so than me, just because you've been at this. I point. will take the yeah. crown for that, yeah. <laughs> and a lot that of them are saying. That one video in particular. <laughs> that one video just get a lot. Yeah. And a lot of them are saying, like, oh, you suck. You don't know what you're doing. You're doing something wrong. And I don't think that I feel comfortable speaking for both of us that not one single one of those comments have made us been like, oh, God, maybe I was doing this wrong. You know, like. It's usually just like something we laugh at. It's not, you know, don't take it personally. And you're probably doing the right thing for you, your application anyway.
0: Yeah. It's like if, you know, somebody does a video on like rebuilding a car engine and it's up on a lift and there's no wheels on it yet. They'll be like, you don't know what you're doing. That car doesn't even have wheels. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, yeah, the wheels aren't on it yet. So... (laughs) I don't know how to really address that. Yeah, you know we get that a lot. Like, yeah, you created a huge <laughs> dead valley there. Where, you know, water's gonna just go into their house. It's like, well, obviously we're at the part of the project where <laughs> we just started building the roof. We just started. Yeah. So we just got one of those on. on why do not you just wait? Why do not you just wait it out a little bit?
1: We just got one of those on a helical pile video.
0: We get a lot. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a
1: helical pile going into the ground. And then I come along and I put the, the head on not it. level. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't level. Oh, it, it was just like one. no. It was it was something like like
0: three people coming. Out. I'm like, <laughs> like, she's just like placed it on like so <laughs> haphazardly for the video. <laughs> no. How do you not see that? God.
1: This guy said something like 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 why is this cool? I can drive my own helical piles or something. Like what <laughs> what is this even for? And it's like, what like?
0: Yeah, what are you talking about? It's
1: a about? 20 second video. You want us to? Okay, sorry. Every single video we post from now on will be start to finish entire projects and you can see every single second of no, what we're doing. No, no, seconds.
0: No, that's not nearly extensive oh, that's enough. Not, oh, okay. It all started October 10th, 1988. <laughs> it was a cold night and Laura Collins was on her way to the hospital. <laughs> I think every single piece of content needs to start there. I guess you're just right. to start a couple a couple right. months earlier because you're a couple months older than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll start yeah. with that. And, and Anthony's then, older than us. We got to start yeah. with Anthony. <laughs> it's true all right (laughs) (sighs) Uh, anyway oh that felt kind of cathartic to get all that (laughs) hater stuff out but it is for the most part funny so just don't worry about that people don't worry about people that are going to put you down because you know who's going to you know who's going to pick you up we will
1: we'll be there for you
0: (laughs) we'll be there for you
1: somebody recently told me i was going to be like a uh sad (laughs) childless but but still have carpentry skills. I forget what that, what that comment was.
0: It was. Um, it was really aggressive. It was like in insanely way. aggressive. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know." Uh,
1: yeah. All right. Anyway, that one was funny.
0: Yeah. Anyway, okay.
1: I think I'm we're, we're done. The haters. Yeah.
0: Everyone just believe in yourself. The people that really matter aren't going to be a hater on you. So you yeah. know anything you set your mind to. That's how I've always lived my life. And do 75 hard. Don't
1: drink for two and a half months. And one tequila drink will have you a little turned.
0: And it will save you some money. So. Yeah.
1: Oh, gosh, the money I'm saving.
0: Oh, my Lord. Uh, especially, you didn't even buy these.
1: <laughs> Thanks, <it's> Greg. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, uh, I guess that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave us a five-star review. Tell a friend. <laughs> subscribe. Till next time. This has been the... Semi-hardworking happy hour.
1: (laughs) We will see you all next week.